the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Wheels down for President Trump in Vietnam amid much fanfare at the airport. Mr. Trump arrived in Hanoi this morning for his second summit with North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. A bill blocking the president's national emergency declaration expected to win approval today in the House. Texas Democrat Joaquin Castro urging colleagues in the Senate to follow suit. I hope that they will vote their conscience, that they for a moment will put the country above any worry of their own political concerns or futures. House Democrats should have no trouble passing the resolution, but its chances in the Senate far less certain. That's Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. The number of houses under construction tumbled to the lowest level in more than two years in December. On Wall Street this morning, stocks in the red. The Dow is down about 114 points. The S&P is off four points. This is SRN News. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Coming up, it's Like It Matters Radio on Wellness 1570 with Mr. Black. Lovely Michaels, your forecast for today. Some scattered snow showers about 10 above, that wind chill around 15 below. Uh, just a dusting to an inch, maybe. Could see another inch of snow tonight. The nuisance snowfall continues four above. Tomorrow it tapers off. We will see some sun teams tomorrow, but we will see some snow then later in the week on Thursday, possibly Friday. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Buy four windows and get the fifth window free now from New Windows for America. Replacement windows can eliminate up to 40% of your home's heat loss and chop hundreds of dollars off your utility bills. And don't worry about freezing while they do the work. New Windows for America installs one window at a time, and it's only open for 10 to 15 minutes. Most homes are completed in a day, and then you can enjoy the rest of the winter with warm, draft-free windows. 
They have a staggering selection of styles and designs to give your home a fresh, exciting look. Ask about their lifetime guarantee on parts, materials, and labor, including broken glass installation forever. Hundreds of Patriot listeners have trusted New Windows for America, and right now, buy four windows and get the fifth window free, plus 18 months no interest financing. Google New Windows for America today and check out all their home improvement products, including bathroom replacement. Savings end February 28th. New Windows for America. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare, we need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable health care. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, health care insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to call today's show, Follow the Beacon. Follow the Beacon. You know, life has ups and downs. Uh, I love the picture of success, and it shows a... Rocky, stormy water with waves, you know, 30 feet high all over the place. And in the middle of that storm is this boat with some sails. And it says, success, you cannot control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And, you know, when you're going through life, and there's choppy waters, there's uh, bumpy situations, there's uh, uncomfortableness, there's what we call adversity, then we need a beacon. Uh, We need a path, a code, a a way forward, if you will. You know, in a certain Italian harbor, I don't know what the name of the harbor is, but I remember hearing the story, uh, it's really treacherous. It's a lot of adversity. There's rocks and cliffs uh, everywhere around. Matter of fact, to avoid a wreck, Ships align themselves perfectly with three lights because it's this cavern of rocks and cliffs and underground and above ground. It's just, it, it's impossible to get through this safely. Matter of fact, I mean, so many ships, majority ships wreck. And it's only when they realize how to use these three guiding lights, if you will, 
to align themselves perfectly with those three lights. When those three lights become one, they can go through this narrow channel. And so you got to picture this this waves everywhere and not really sure where you're at. Know that there's rocks everywhere and there's wind blowing you and all this adversity, if you will. And when this captain sees these three lights, and when he lines these three lights up as one, he can safely proceed up that narrow channel. And ladies and gentlemen, we need that in times. We need that not only in times of adversity, but all times. There are so many options. There are so many things to keep yourself busy. And just like we notice with a little bit of a hamster and a a big old hamster wheel, right? Boy, that little hamster's working its little furry butt off, isn't it? But as hard as it's working, you realize it's going nowhere. Its position's not changing at all. It's in the same place at the same rate. No matter what it does, it stays there. And you know, I, I love a good metaphor. Uh, you know, if I was a superhero, I joke with my wife, I would be metaphor man. And yes, metaphor man would have a cape, just so you know. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to watch The Incredibles because <laughs> deciding whether you should have a cape or not. Because life is really a series of metaphors. And you know, the thing about a metaphor is like a story. It's like nutrient dense. There's a lot of learning scrunched into that one little thing. And so today we're going to talk about following the beacon. You know, because, you know, we hear all the time leadership secrets, leadership secrets. Don't you hear? What someone's saying is that, look, this is a path, a code, a way forward that this person used. You know, for years, I love to read, uh, years ago when I started getting in this field, one of the big books I remember was The Leadership Secrets of Attila the Hun. You know, for whatever reason, a lot has been written about Attila the Hun. You know, and this is a, this is basically off of uh, Spark Notes or Cliff Notes. Uh, and basically, Leadership Secrets of Attila the Hun is a self-improvement and business leadership book by Wes Roberts. Uh, Russ was an HR manager at Fireman's Fund Insurance when he published the book. He published it in 1989. And he used a historical figure of Attila the Hun as his mouthpiece. But he would just make it up. You know, he would make it up and imagine based on some research he had done on some things and all that. But it's, it's interesting because if you think about Attila the Hun, uh, it's probably not the leadership model that we present today. I mean, if some of you hate uh, the guy in the White House right now, uh, I'm not sure you could really agree with uh, leadership secrets <laughs> of Attila the Hun. But I want you to think about whenever you hear leadership secrets of this person, leadership secrets of uh, Steve Jobs, leadership secrets of Bill Gates, you know, you hear it all the time. And what they're talking about is a beacon. They're talking about a path, a code, a way forward. And I want to suggest that just like that story of the uh, Italian harbor, where the captain would have to line up those three lights. And when those three lights became as one, he could safely proceed up that narrow channel, or she could safely proceed up that narrow channel. Today, I want to suggest to you that our three lights that were in their congruent, when they're aligned, that we truly live a life of significance, that we truly live our lives like they matter, that even though we won't have, we might have minor regrets or resentments or resistance, that as an overall general rule, uh, we don't have any major resentment, major resistance, or major resentment. That we understand that all things work for the good.
for those who love God who are called according to his purpose. That we realize that all things create character. When you look at the Civil Rights Movement, as we close February, and we look at the uh, National Black History Month celebration, you know, you look at the adversity that were thrown in the way of people. Uh, look at the adversity that was none unto themselves. They didn't cause this. And yet they had to learn how to overcome. That's why we love quotes, right? Because quotes are little words, pithy words, little nuggets, if you will, that keep us going. You know, like Ella Wheeler Wilcox said, no difficulty can discourage, no obstacle dismay, no trouble dishearten the man who has acquired the art of being alive. Difficulties are but dares of fate, obstacles but hurdles to try his skill, troubles but bitter tonics to give him strength, and he rises higher and looms greater after each encounter with adversity. Michelle Obama said this, you should never view your challenges as a disadvantage. Instead, it's important for you to understand that your experience facing and overcoming adversity is actually one of your biggest advantages. You hear what Michelle O said? Is that even when life doesn't treat you fair, even if the guy treats you poorly because of your skin color, even though you didn't get a job you deserve, deserve, what can you learn from it? How can you learn to overcome? How can you show mercy, grace, forgiveness? That's what people like Dr. Martin Luther King cherished. True friendship is a plan of slow growth and must undergo and withstand the shocks of adversity before it's entitled to the appellation, George Washington. Martin Luther King Jr. said the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And I love the saying, I've heard it many times, the Proverbs, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Isn't that powerful? In other words, when someone's back's against the wall, you can tell what they're made of. Because you know what? People go to what they know. In times of despair, people go to what they know. Tomorrow, we're going to do a show called uh, Native Tongue. It's a great song by Switchfoot. A great CD. If you don't know the CD, I would highly check it out. Native Tongue by Switchfoot. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about our native tongue. You know, what we're born with, that voice in our head that we listen to over and over and over before we can ever speak, our native tongue's going in our head. We're hearing people talk. We're creating meaning and purpose and values and all that. But today, we want to first of all talk about that beacon. And I want to suggest that just like the captain in the Italian harbor, you have a beacon to follow through. The three that become one, it's called mission. It's called vision. And it's called your values. And then when you break down the mission, your purpose, it's broke down to three more guiding lights. It's who are you. It's what do you do. And it's the quality in which you do it. Just like for those of us that know the God of the Bible, Jesus, he said, I am the way, number one. I am the truth, number two. I am the life. You see those three? And when they're aligned perfectly, you can truly live your life like it matters. And so today, we're going to talk about the codes, a path, a way forward, values that drive us everything we think we say we do on Like It Matters Radio. We're talking about Follow the Beacon, and we'll be back in three minutes.
Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. The deals are smoking hot at Premier Pool and Spa right now. Every Arctic spa, everything in the showroom, everything that's already made up in Canada, A, is on sale. Yeah, but have you seen my backyard? I can't even put it back there right now, eh? Minor details. They can use a crane, or you can wait till spring. What's important is to get it now and take advantage of these clearance prices. You mean I can put a hot tub in right now and then move it again in the spring? You can if it's an Arctic spa. The base on these things is like no water spa. As long as it's level, it will run perfectly. Once the snow melts, you drain it, move it where you want it, fill her up, and let her buck. Yeah, and they're built for the cold, and they're easy on your wallet too, eh? All you have to do is go to the showroom and see the Arctic difference. Hey, don't lock yourself up in the house this winter. Winter's fun to be had, eh? You can swim all winter long, even in Minnesota, with an Arctic all-winter pool, too. Yeah, save on the spas today. Visit Premier Pools in Chanhassen. That's Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? PremierPools.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And if you don't know what under construction is, it's working to be better. It's working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we call that lean manufacturing, lean sigma, six sigma. You know, it's taking a piece of equipment, and even though it's made well, making it better, less expensive. It's taking a process that even though it runs well, is to shorten the time, maybe fewer people, let it, make it more proficient. And there's an entire industry out there called constant never-ending improvement, where people become black belts, all based on 
Dr. Edwards Deming's concept of constant and never-ending improvement. Matter of fact, it's the same thing that he took to Japan after we dropped two nuclear bombs on this small country, and within 30 years, it went from a nuclear-devastated country uh, to challenging the massive American auto industry in their own field, in their own turf in America. Constant and never-ending improvement. And that's what we use to take the greatest asset of any family, of any team, of any company. The greatest asset is the hearts and minds of our people. And yet we got our people out there that have broken hearts, that have confused minds, and we expect them to be a great employee. The problem is they're running on half a fuel. They're running on bad fuel. They're running on 60 70% effectiveness. It's affecting your bottom line. Think about this. All our employees are living, breathing human beings. They have fear and pain. They have trauma and drama. They want to love and be loved. They want to know they matter. They want to know they're special. They want to provide for their family. And you got to understand this. If you have an employee that's going through a divorce, you have a partial employee. If you have an employee that's dealing with some trauma from the past, whether it be uh, uh, sexual abuse or physical abuse, or whatever it is, that means that you've got a partial employee. You don't have a full employee. They're not fully engaged, heart, body, and soul. you got to understand this. And so that's why people send their employees and their wives and their kids and their husbands to our training. Because when you improve the person, you start at the cellular level. It's inside-out training. When you improve the person, you improve their performance. And when you improve their performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about follow the beacon. Follow the beacon. A beacon is a path, a code, a way forward. You know, for a lot of people, we call those leadership secrets. For some, we call it codes. You know, there's Cove of Hammurabi, the United States Navy SEAL code. But if you read enough, you'll see leadership secrets of this person, leadership secrets of that person. You know, during George W. Bush's first first, uh, time in office, he started off pretty popular. Well, we had September 11th and then all that. Everybody came together. And at some point, he had 90% approval rating, 90%. And so when all that happened, boy, he was leadership secrets of George W. Bush. Now, of course, before the end of his first term and the couple wars, I mean, the media did everything, couldn't destroy him. I kind of forgot how much the media hated George W. Bush. Remember near the end of his second term? I mean, he couldn't even go out and campaign for other people. His approval rating was down to 25% because every night the media would trash him, destroy him. They'd run on the beginning news all the people that had died uh, in the Afghanistan war and the Iraq war. And America got so turned off by the war. But I forgot how bitter the press was towards George W. Bush because we had eight years of Obama and they loved Obama. But now we're seeing it again where anything this guy in the White House does, they destroy. They just, I mean, just mind-boggling. Anything that he is for, it is evil. He could be for uh, feeding little puppies and they're going to be against it. But I remember all these leadership secrets, leadership secrets of this person, leadership secrets of that person, same thing with Obama, leadership secrets of Obama. 
Well, I got this thing. Uh, Spanx founder Sarah Blakely says sticking with his daily habit is how she gets her best ideas. So we'd probably call that leadership secrets of Sarah Blakely, right? And she says, I've identified where my best thinking happens, and it's in the car. She says, I live really close to Spanx, so I've created what my friends call my fake commute. And I get up an hour early before I'm supposed to go to Spanx and drive around aimlessly in Atlanta with my commute so that I can have my thoughts come to me. I do a similar thing. I started driving years ago when I go on classes just because money was tight. And now that I could technically afford to buy a ticket, but, you know, I enjoy that time in a car of 16 hours, 24 hours, 12 hours to where I can study, where I can be by myself, where I can talk to God, where I can learn. And so I do the same thing. I remember when I went to um, uh, Promise Keepers years ago, the speaker said, you know, one of the greatest things I've done for my, uh, my walk with God is I put my shoes under my bed. And I go, that's kind of weird. What would that have to do with your, your spiritual relationship with God? And the guy said, well, every morning I had to get on my knees to get my shoes out, out from under my bed. And every night I had to get on my knees to put my shoes under my bed. See, it's a pattern. It's a path. Remember we're talking about following the beacon, a path, a code, a way forward. Uh, a, a pattern, if you will. And so I got this article from johnmillen.com. It's a blog about Spank CEO Sarah Blakely, Leadership Secrets. And she, I didn't know this, but she uh, is one of the wealthiest. Blakely is America's youngest self-made female billionaire. According to a 2014 Forbes profile, which estimated her privately held company earned over $250 million in annual revenues and net profit margins of 20%. Wow. Incredible. The original st- origin story of Spanx is that Blakely was going to a party and didn't want panty lines to show through her white pants, so she cut the feet off pantyhose and later patented the idea. While she possessed little knowledge about fashion retail in 2000, Blakely, age 27, began her shapewear and legging company, investing her life savings of $5,000. That's 2000. 13 years later, 2013, Blakely became the first female billionaire to join the Giving Pledge campaign. Wow. So Blakely's path, you hear that? A path. That's what I keep saying. Follow the beacon. A path, a code, a way forward. So Blakely's path, this is what John Millen said, uh, and approach offer unique leadership lessons. I'll share these with you real quick. Number one, embrace failure. Do you hear that? Embrace failure. One of uh, Blakely's biggest lessons is embrace failure, a lesson she learned as a child. She talked about how her father helped shift her mindset. My dad encouraged us to fail. Growing up, he would ask us what we felt at that week. If we didn't have something, he would be disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, fear of failure triggers more secondary conflicts than anything else. And I'm going to tell you right now, if uh, if you're not as successful as you want to be, it's because you have not failed enough. Period. You have not failed enough. If you want to be more successful, fail more and learn and pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again and again and again and again. And not only did she believe that, she spread that out of her culture at work. She said, quote, while she was speaking at Stanford School of Business, if you can create a culture where your employees are not terrified to fail or make a mistake, then they're going to be highly productive and more innovative. See, what happens is we delegate on a leash. We delegate on a leash. And then when something goes wrong or someone starts failing, we yank that chain back. And then what happens is people get afraid to take risks, step out. So you got to create an environment where it's okay to fail and learn from it, not stupid failures, not the same thing over and over. I'm not being silly now. Number two, she says, don't take yourself too seriously. 
New employees at Spanx are required to do stand-up comedy as part of a training boot camp. That is so cool. It encourages them, them to feel less intimidated and let go while embracing fun as part of the Spanx experience. She says, quote, I don't subscribe to the fact that you have to act seriously, uh, serious to be taken seriously. In honor of that playfulness, when Blake, uh, Blakey, Blakely first started Spanx, the packaging said, don't worry, we've got your butt covered. <laughs> That's so funny. Blakely advocates using humor to capture a potential client's interest. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that's one thing I do in my training. I get people, I create an environment where people have to be so uncomfortable they learn how to function in a high level and uncomfortable environment. I teach them how to think outside the box, how to have fun with it, how to just flow. And I'll tell you what, that impact, when they come home, they could have conversation with anybody. They look like they've changed. Things that used to uh, make them afraid no longer have uh, control over them. Go to likeitmatters.net. Trust me. Be the best two and a half days of your life. Because we use this stuff that she's talked about. And when you come out of my training, nothing the world can throw at you will have any effect on you. I'm going to tell you right now. I create a worst case scenario. Nothing can affect you after my class. So she says Sarah Blakely now says that her leadership sequence, number three, be relentless. Boy, intestinal fortitude is something I don't hear anymore, ladies and gentlemen. We got to be, we got to persevere. Perseverance is gone. Someone does something one time, if it doesn't work, they look for excuses. Oh, he didn't hire me because I'm black. Oh, he didn't hire me because I share my bed with the same-sex person. Or he didn't hire me. You know the problem with all this victim politics, all this, uh, uh, you know, separating groups out and all that? You know the problem is? No one ever has to work on themselves. If I can blame everybody else for my shortcomings, for my failures, guess what? I never have to take a look at myself. If I can blame everybody else's racism, everybody else's bigoted, everybody else's hatefulness on them, then I never have to look at myself, never have to live and examine life. She says, be relentless. She spent two years wanting to convince manufacturers to take a chance on her before a mill owner in North Carolina agreed to help her. He had been convinced by his daughters to take on this invention, which they told him would be a gold mine, and it was. Number four, she said, break the rules. While speaking of Stanford suit, she recalled how she used a rogue tactic to get noticed at Neiman Marcus. Her products were in the back of the store where few customers frequented. She bought envelope dividers and put spanks around the registers, promoting greater visibility. After management realized they hadn't approved the tactic, they got pretty mad. That's okay. She thought outside the book box, and she broke the rules. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying this is the answer to your problems, but I'm saying if you're going to live your life like it matters, then you need to follow a beacon. You need to have a path, a code, a way forward. You need to have a mission, a vision, and values. You need to know who you are. You need to know what you do, and you need to know the quality in which you do it. And after the break, we're going to talk about some of these codes that have guided people, guided civilizations for years. As you come back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Chicago, March 14th through the 16th. Details at likeitmatters.net. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. Speaking of Leadership Awakening, we will be in Dallas starting Thursday night. Dallas-Fort Worth, it's a full class. I think we're 18 or 20 people. It's a big class. Uh, and we will start Thursday night. I think it's uh, Team 197, I think it is. Um, 18, 20 people start off the class, and uh, two and a half days later, lives will change. So if you're around, uh, we would love to see you Saturday at 3.30. Uh, it's uh, La Quinta. Uh, and uh, if you're interested, go ahead and just email me, uh, Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com, Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. If you want to check out our schedule, go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, we have a class this weekend in Dallas. Uh, in two weeks, we'll be in Chicago. That class is closing up. We keep our classes small, 12 to 16. Uh, and then at the end of March, we'll be in Minneapolis. I bet you there's still some snow on the ground, just maybe a little bit, a little bit maybe. We'll see. But I'll uh, be up there. So uh, just go to likeitmatters.net, and you can uh, read on the schedule, and uh, you can hear testimonials. You can see one thing we added on there now is before and afters. So what we do is after we introduce ourselves, Thursday night at 5 o'clock meeting, uh, we have them ask two questions, do a video of them real quick, a 45-second interview. And then at the end of the second half final exam on Saturday, 
at 2 o'clock. We then have them get in front of a camera and ask them two questions. Uh, and you will be blown away by the difference. And that's a difference of less than 48 hours, basically 45 hours later. One video and then the next one. They don't know they're doing this. They don't know they're going to be interviewed before. They don't know they're going to be interviewed at the end. We don't tell them. It just happens. Go to likeitmatters.net and check it out. Incredible. Today we're talking about follow the beacon. You know, we need to have some kind of travel guidance, you know. Um, you know, if you were going on a road trip, you would have a uh, map. You would have a GPS. Uh, uh, I guess um, um, antiquity, you would have a, uh, uh, a compass, if you will. You know what I'm saying? You would have some type of device to guide yourself. And so that's what we want to have in life. Just like I talked about Sarah Blakely, the Spanx founder, right? I talked about the Italian harbor where it's so rockety and jaggedy and that in order for a, a ship uh, to get through this tight harbor with all the rocks everywhere, it sees three lights and it must align those lights. And when those three lights become one light, one light, that is the path that they are on to stay on that path to get safe passage. That is what a, a mission statement do, a code, because we want to follow some beacon. You know, as I said, those of you that follow the God of the Bible, you know, Jesus himself said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He's saying that, that these are these three things are me. Just keep those three as one and follow that light uh, and you'll do well. One of the oldest codes uh, ever known is something called the Code of Hammurabi. And I got this from history.com, Code of Hammurabi. Uh the Code of Hammurabi was one of the earliest and most complete written legal codes proclaimed by the Babylonian king Hammurabi, uh, who reigned from 1792 to 1750 B.C. Hammurabi expanded the city-state of Babylon along the Euphrates rivers to unite all of southern Mesopotamia. The Hammurabi Code of, Law, Code of Laws, a collection of 282 rules, established standards. See, that's what we're talking about. A mission statement, a path, a code, a way forward. It creates standards. That's what you get. A bar, uh, a litmus test, if you will. It establishes standards for commercial interactions and set fines and punishments to meet the requirements of, quote, justice. People are so wrapped up in justice. They love social justice. Jesse Smollett wants justice uh, for everybody else except for him. You know, we all, you know, the Bible says, you. Uh, what are you so wrapped up with a splinter in your brother's eye when you got a plank in your own? And I always tell people, be careful, we're all wrapped up in social justice. Social justice for who? Based on what time frame? What socially justice today is socially illegal tomorrow? So be careful, that same social justice that some of you are looking for is going to come knocking on your door someday, and it ain't going to be fun. Hammurabi was the sixth king in the Babylonian dynasty. Here's a trivia question. Anybody know who the first king of Babylon was? You probably have a hard time to find it. you got to go Genesis 10. Nimrod. I'm not calling you a Nimrod. <laughs> He's the first king. Nimrod. So Hammurabi, his family was descended from the Amorites. you got to read the Bible to hear about the Amorites. They're not around anymore, I don't think. A semi-nomadic tribe in western Syria. Uh, and his name reflects a mix of cultures. Hamu which means family in Amorite, combined with Rapi, meaning great in Akkadian, Akkadian, the everyday language of Babylon. In his 30th year reign, Hammurabi began to expand his kingdom up and down the Tigris-Euphrates River Valley, overthrowing the kingdoms of Assyria, Larsa, Ashana, 
and Mari until all of Mesopotamia was under his sway. Hammurabi combined his military and political advances with irrigation projects and the construction of fortifications and temples celebrating Babylon's patron deity, Marduk. The Babylon of Hammurabi's era is now buried below the area's groundwater uh, table, and whatever archives he kept are long dissolved, but clay tablets discovered at other ancient sites reveal glimpses of the king's personality and statecraft. If you look that up, by the way, it is not the earliest known code of laws. The Code of Hammurabi gets called that. It is not. It's often cited as the oldest written laws on record, but they were predated by at least two other ancient codes of conduct from the Middle East. The earliest, created by the Sumerian ruler Ur-Namu of the city of Ur. Anybody know the city of Ur? Ur the Chaldeans, right? Abraham, right? It was, a, it was it Abraham that was Ur of Chaldeans? I think it was. It dates all the way back to the 21st century B.C. And evidence also shows that the Sumerian code of Lipit Ishtar of Isin was drawn up nearly two centuries before. And by the way, I read this code. Oh, my gosh. It includes some bizarre and gruesome forms of punishment. Um, the laws were varied according to social class and gender. Yeah, and that was way back then. And yet some people worship uh, Babylon and all those people. And yet, look at, boy, he, he laws were different based on your social standing. Took a brutal approach to justice, kind of like today's world. If you're rich, uh, you don't abide. Uh, you know, if you're one political candidate that you support, then you could uh, destroy evidence. If you're another political candidate that you don't support, everything's a crime. Right? And that's what was back then in Babylon. Hammurabi said the same thing. Matter of fact, it was codified. By the way, the code established a minimum wage for workers. I don't know if you know that. Way back then, established a minimum wage for workers. It also includes some of the earliest examples of the presumption of innocence. And by the way, historians aren't sure what role, uh, what role it played at all, if it was even used back then, or if it was just something that was created uh, to, to, for his ego. And by the way, the code endured long after Babylon was conquered. Long after Babylon was conquered. And by the way, we did not discover, I just read this, uh, until the 20th century. Didn't discover until 1901. But what we want to talk about today, we don't have codes today. You know what we do have, though? Uh, we have stuff that we call the mission statement. But every once in a while, we still call it a code. So this is United States Navy SEAL code. I would call it a mission statement. But they call it a code. Quote, in times of war or uncertainty, there's a special breed of warrior ready to answer our nation's call. A common man with uncommon desire to succeed. Forged by adversity, he stands alongside America's finest special operations forces to serve his country, the American people, and protect their way of life. I am that man. My trident is a symbol of honor and heritage. Bestowed upon me by the heroes that have gone before, it embodies the trust of those I have sworn to protect. By wearing the trident, I accept the responsibility of my chosen profession and way of life. It is a privilege that I must earn every day. My loyalty to country and team is beyond reproach. I humbly serve as a guardian to my fellow Americans, always ready to defend those who are unable to defend themselves. I do not advertise the nature of my work, nor seek recognition for my actions. I voluntarily accept the inherent hazards of my profession, placing the welfare and security of others before my own. I serve with honor on and off the battlefield. The ability to control my emotions and my actions regardless of circumstance sets me apart from other men. 
uncompromising integrity is my standard. My character and honor are steadfast. My word is my bond. We expect to lead and be led. In the absence of orders, I will take charge, lead my teammates, and accomplish the mission. I lead by example in all situations. I will never quit. I preserve and thrive on adversity. My ma- nation expects me to be physically harder and mentally stronger than my enemies. If knocked down, I will get back up every time. I will draw on every remaining ounce of strength to protect my teammates and accomplish our mission. I am never out of the fight. We demand discipline. We expect innovation. The lives of my teammates and the success of our mission depend on me. My technical skill, tactical proficiency, and attention to detail, my training is never complete. We train for war and fight to win. I stand ready to bring the full spectrum of combat power to bear in order to achieve my mission and the goals established by my country. The execution of my duties will be swift and violent when required, yet guided by the very principles that I serve to defend. Brave men have fought and died building the proud tradition and feared reputation that I am bound to uphold. In the worst of conditions, the legacy of my teammates steadies my resolve and silently guides my every deed. I will not fail. So here's the SEAL code, the mission statement of the SEAL, loyalty to country, team, and teammate. Serve with honor and integrity on and off the battlefield. Ready to lead, ready to follow, never quit. Take responsibility for your actions and the actions of your teammates. Excel as warriors through discipline and innovation. Train for war, fight to win, defeat our nation's enemies. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a mission statement. And what we're going to do today is go through a mission statement. What is a mission statement? Just like those three lights in the Italian harbor guided a ship safely, we need to have a mission and a vision and values. Those three lights on our ship that we sell through life. And that ship has have three pieces to it. It's who we are. It's what we do. And it's the quality in which we do it. And that's the power of a mission statement. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know why you're here, if you don't know what you're supposed to do, then your life is not being lived like it matters. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes to go through the details of a mission statement. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. 
email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction. And man, if you miss any of this radio show, you should listen to it again because it's worth building that noggin. The only organ we have in our body that gets better with use. I wish it was other ones, but uh, it is the brain. Uh, Every other organ gets worn out the more you use it, but your brain has unlimited plasticity, and you can stay as young as you want, keep your mind as young as you want. So you need to listen to uh, 60 minutes of growth for your head each day so you can keep growing, keep pushing, keep stretching. So listen uh, to this radio show Monday through Friday, every single day. Here we are. If you're in Minneapolis, St. Paul, you're blessed because that's our home base. Uh, Terrestrial radio there. You can turn your radio dial to AM 1570. There we are, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Because of our affiliation, go to iHeartRadio. And you can check it out on your phone or your computer. Uh, And we are around the world through iHeartRadio. Just go ahead and search Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570 or Wellness Radio Minneapolis. And you will find us Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we'd love to say hello to our audience in St. Louis. Uh, on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience every Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about follow the beacon. You know, we need to have a path, a code, a way forward. And I want to close up with the concept of mission statements. A mission statement is who you are, it's what you do, and the quality in which you do it. Because in order to have our three lights align, so that we can live our lives like it matters, live a life of significance, all, those three lights become our mission, become our vision, and become our values. And it all starts with your mission. Your mission is why are you here? In other words, why are you doing what you're doing? Your vision is what you're going to do about it. What are you doing today to, to fulfill that mission? And then the third light is values. Who are you? 
And with what values will you do what you are here to do? Those are the three lights. But I want to focus for the rest of this show on the mission statement. And it consists of three things. It's who you are, it's what you do, and it's the quality in which you do it. Let me share with you Like It Matters mission statement. Now, it's in the process of changing. We're building a posse. The radio show's expanded to be syndicated. Uh, we're bringing on new team members. We're creating a 5013C. We're going to be on every radio station across this country. That's our goal. And so that's changing, and I'm waiting until I get my team together till we rewrite our mission statement. But I will share our mission statement as it is today. These are our, this is our guiding. It says, Like It Matters mission statement. We co-create cultures that infuse our clients with the passion to reach their potential, raising the bar in their personal professional lives, becoming people of purpose. We're continually cultivating this culture in a foundation of passion, vision, focus, and commitment, inspiring all who dare to live their lives like it matters. We commit to do all these things with passion, heart, body, and soul. Now, let me share with you, that's a business mission statement. It's who we are, it's what we do, and the quality in which we do it. Now, let me share with you a couple personal mission statements. So, the first one, my mission is to give. Forgiving is what I do best, and I can learn to do better. I will seek to learn, for learning is a base for growth, and growing is a key to living. I will seek first to understand, for understanding is the key to finding value, and value is the basis for respect, decisions, and action. This should be my first act with my wife, my family, and my business. I want to help influence the future development of people and organizations. I want to teach my children and others to love and laugh, to learn and grow beyond their current bounds. I will build personal, business, and civic relationships by giving in frequent little ways. Now, the one thing I love, the explanation of a mission statement. The mission statement, your mission statement is technically the best possible you, way out somewhere in the future, but written as if it were true today. So I always tell people, when you write a mission statement properly, it's technically a lie. It's technically a lie. You're not talking about all your shortcomings, all the things you're not doing now, all the things you want to do in the future. Remember, the best possible you is way in the future. And this is about projecting yourself in the future, acting as if you accomplished it, acting as if you became that you. And then what are those values of that you? Who is that you? What does that you do? And what is the quality in which that you does those things? You got to get it. So it has to be written in the affirmative because the law of attraction, because how your subconscious mind works. This is where you got to go to my training at likeitmatters.net where I teach you how your subconscious works because your, self, your subconscious runs the ship. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Majority of our lives are lived unconsciously. That's why people miss so much. That's why I say people are deaf, numb, and blind. They look at people, but they're too busy judging them to see them. Right now you're all touching something, but most people stopped feeling a long time ago. And some of you have the capability to actually hear. Tympanic membrane vibrates and words are exchanged into signals and then into words in your head. But most of you don't listen well at all. Most people don't listen well at all. We're too busy talking to ourselves and it's hard to listen to more, more than one person at a time. And so you want to write it in the affirmative, act as if. So instead of saying, I want to help influence, you don't want to write a mission statement that says, I will re- help influence, or I am influencing the future development. Instead of saying, this should be my first act, this is my first act. You write it as if you'd accomplished it. Technically, it's a lie when you write it at first. It's project yourself in the future, begin with the end of mind, and what does that end look like? What does that end sound like? What does that end feel like? 
we create something out of nothing and then it becomes a memory and our unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. So you got to get this. How you write your mission statement is very important. It's programming. So let me give you another example of a personal mission statement. My mission is to live with integrity and to make a difference in the lives of others. To fulfill this mission, I have charity. I seek out and love the one, each one, regardless of the situation. I sacrifice. I devote my time, talents, and resources to my mission. I inspire. I teach by example that we are all children of a loving Heavenly Father and that every Goliath can be overcome. I am impactful. What I do makes a difference in the lives of others. Now, I've shared with you three different mission statements, and they're all different. But can I tell you there's a similarity in them? And the similarity is this. It consists of the same three things. It's who we are. It's what we do. And it's the quality in which we do it. That's the mission statement. And so when you're doing this, you need two parts. You don't want to just have a mission statement by itself. See, a mission statement without some course of direction is nothing more than a feel-good statement. It might make you feel good, but if you don't have action steps, if you don't have verbs there, if you're not applying it, then it's just a feel-good statement with no value at all. You need to have what's called vision steps, goals, action steps, things that take your words and they put action to them. You know, we talk about being the change that we want to see in the world. Taking your desires and putting action to them. That's why we talk about love. You don't fall in love. You choose to love. You can fall into feelings. You can fall into lust. You can fall into amore, right? But you don't fall. Verb is, uh, I mean, love is a verb. It's an action word. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your spouse, you do something about it. For you so love your kids, you do something about it. For you so love your country, you do something about it. For you so love, dot, dot, dot. It is a verb. Who be verb today? Are you verbing people? You need to be verbing people. I know it sounds funny, but verbum, verbum, verbum. Do something. So, you need to realize a mission statement is who you are. It's what you do, and it's the quality in which you do it. And here's how you write this out. And by the way, if you're having a tough time doing that, let me give you a simple version of it. First of all, you should go to my training. Go to likeitmatters.net. I can help you write a mission statement that will change your world. But you should go to our class. And in there, you will write a powerful mission statement to one that you are emotionally involved with. If you're having a tough time doing that, here's the thing. If, if you were to die and I was to ask your best friend five words to give me five words to describe you, what would you want those five words to be? What would you want those five words to be? Undoubtedly, those are the values that you hold more, most important. So you build your statement around that. And when you think your statement's done, it should be small, not long. It should be something concise, pithy something you can roll off your tongue, something that gives you chills down your spine, something that makes you feel good about who you are, should be posted everywhere you spend a regular amount of time. You should have three pieces. Does it describe the best possible you? Does it list the principles you, meaning the best possible you lives by? And number three, does it inspire you? That's how you know if you're finished. And then once you finish your mission statement, now you list out five action steps. Steps start to move you from where you are to take action. 
What's to be accomplished? Be specific. What resources are needed to accomplish this step? And then third, what's the exact time frame in which this step will be accomplished? You need to have a mission. You need to have a reason to get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is Eric Dahlman at Gospel of Grace Fellowship in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, where we recognize the Bible is the source of truth and the revelation of what God did for us in Christ. We believe that all people are sinful, all need redemption, and that salvation is only found through faith alone in Christ alone. Come join us for worship at Gospel of Grace Fellowship. You can visit us at our website at ggf.church. That's ggf.church, where we explain the scriptures, equip the saints, and exalt the Savior. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Viruses and malware can cause a lot of problems with your computers, especially downtime while you reinstall Windows. Did you know Arby's can clean your PC often without having to reinstall Windows, reconnecting your printers, or having to reload all your programs? Let Arby's take care of the viruses so you can get back to work. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.